Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The other couple of, uh, one's a hire and one is just a decision that a coach made. Dan Quinn is staying in Dallas. Uh, He's going to be the defensive coordinator. My first thought with this yesterday, Seth, was, if you're someone who's nervous about D'Amico Ryan's taking the Broncos job, which he's reportedly yeah. the front runner for right now, Dan Quinn staying in Dallas is a bad thing because Denver supposedly was very interested in Dan Quinn as well for for their job. So my my hope my hope with Denver and D'Amico is that that this David Shaw thing has legs because Denver's not doing any. They haven't lined up any second interviews with any guys right now. That's yeah. those are the tea leaves that people are starting to read. Is like Denver's just sitting back right now as if they know something come next week. If Who if the, the Niners were to lose, so the interviewees that are out there that they've interviewed. Let me look. Are, I've got the uh, tracker like, right here. D'Amico's – this is the other thing, too. So, like, Benjamin Albright, who's in media in Denver, and he um, he gets some scoops here and there. And, you know, like, he's not a writer. He's a radio guy, but he's very connected. I feel like I feel like people from Denver are telling him that they think D'Amico is the favorite in Denver. But it's almost like with no actual input from D'Amico. I feel like people in Denver are still way too cocky about – about their chances or the appeal of the Denver job. Like they're they're looking around and acting like Elway is just retired and they've just won a couple of championships and they of course you'd want to come play for uh, coach for Denver and not looking at the fact that they've been kind of a wasteland for six straight years yep. and that they have a huge contract on a bad quarterback yep. right now. Yep. And, and Plus, not, by the way, that was another thing is Colin Coward did a complete reversal on the appeal of the Denver job. Now now he's conceding that uh, Russell Wilson's got serious issues. Yeah, yeah. Last week it was, oh, Sean Payton will come in and show highlights of when he was good yeah. in Denver and then uh, everything will be fine. Or when he was good in Seattle and everything will be fine because his confidence will be bolstered. Yep, yep. He'll, uh, he, will, he will hang out with the guys. He will start to be one of the fellas. That's what Tom Brady did back in the day. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here, here are the eight candidates. If we're trying to scout the D'Amico Ryans to Houston, possibilities through, okay, what's the biggest competition? And I think the biggest competition is perceived to be Denver right now. These are the eight guys that Denver requested interviews with. What's so yeah. funny? Text comment. I'll read it after. Okay. After uh, this, yeah. Um, I'm going to read the ones that are off the list first. Dan Quinn off okay, the Dan list. Dan Quinn off the list. Going back to the Cowboys. Sean Payton off. Feels well, feels like off the list, but not maybe on maybe, maybe kind of hanging by a thread. It, it feels like at the very least, Denver doesn't want to in hiring Sean Payton. Also, find out they're hiring Colin Coward. That's right. I think Colin Coward might have cost Sean Payton a job. That would be awesome. Um, Jim Harbaugh. Off the list. Off the list. He's staying okay. at Michigan. Here are the other five. Jim Caldwell. Oh. 
Ijero Ivero. Yeah, yeah. Um, Raheem Morris, David Shaw, and D'Amico Ryans. I mean, D'Amico is by far, of the five that are still alive right now, he is by far the most sizzle of those and by guys. that, you mean like literally alive, because we're not sure Jim Caldwell's still with Correct. us. Correct. It's so, been that way for a while, yes. So between, yeah, I mean, Raheem, the, the retread, the retread slash what element, um, Caldwell's got a retread thing, although, I mean, he's universally respected. I don't, like, it's going to be, if you hire Caldwell, it'll be uninspiring and yet not the worst hire in the world. I think that... They could, they could justify that, but it's not going to inspire anybody. No, he could be just what the doctor ordered for Russell Wilson, too, Jim Caldwell. That's a, boy, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah Continue. Really interesting. Continue. Um, Ivero is a guy that people could um, – I think you can find reasons to get excited about him. I think people respect him there. Uh, Raheem Morris and David Shaw, I just don't see that being a viable option right now. This David Shaw this David Shaw scenario, if the, if the, Broncos, if the Broncos hire David Shaw – I will feel like uh, they've got some kind of Easter being influence. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Somehow, yeah. It would be so great to watch another franchise go through that. That's not us. I was talking to Bagwell the other night, Sean, and it occurred to me as, you know, he's become very, very active in the organization. I was like, man, Bagwell is everything they hoped that Easter B could be, except because he's the exact opposite of Easterby in almost every single way, he's he's actually going to do a good job. It works. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he is the exact opposite in almost every single way than Jack Every Easterby. way, every way, yeah. That's no. how bad of a hire it was for the Texans. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. All right, let's get to um, let's get to the segment that's had people uh, talking throughout the football season here on the show. Max Picks. People love to tune in and hear what our good friend Mattress Mac has to say about the games coming up this weekend, big promotions he's got going on, the owner and founder of Gallery Furniture, Mattress Mac, Jim McInville, joins us for Max Picks. And the Houston Sports Awards earlier this week was like a it was like an Astro love fest. It was the Astro Invitational, Mac, and I know you still, for a few more days, got that big promotion going on with the Astros. Not hard to present the great Jose Altuve with an award. It was a tremendous night. Congratulations to the Houston Sports Authority. They put on quite the event, and now's the time to come out the Gallery Furniture only four days left, and the Astros 2X won it all by a mattress. $5,000 Astros won it all in 2023, and lots of them told me they're working toward another world championship. Astros won it all in 2023, and buy a mattress this week, you get double your money back. You buy a $10,000 mattress and adjustable base, you get back $20,000. Final days, come on in and buy that mattress. Astros won it all, you get twice your money back. Man, that is crazy. Four more days to do that, so get on out there. And, Mac, let's give the people what they want. They want your picks on these two conference title games, so let's get it started with the early game. In Philadelphia, the team from San Francisco taking on that green team from Philly. Philly favored by two and a half. Who's Mac got in this one? I got to go with Philly on this one because I uh, I had such a uh, tumultuous time in Philadelphia, and I uh, I like uh, the quarterback from Channel View High School, so I'm going with the local angle here. There you go. Yeah, there you go. You, I, I like you citing the sportsmanship that you showed in Philly in your speech, Mac. 
Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tongue in cheek, right? Yeah, of course, of course. And then, of course, there is the other conference title game in Kansas City. The team from Cincinnati taking on that team from Kansas City. This line's been all over the place, Mac, just based on that. Uh, the quarterback from Kansas City's ankle. Uh, it's settled in right now as you and I are talking at Kansas City minus one. Who do you got? Got to go with Joe Burrows and Cincinnati Bengals. They beat Kansas City the last three games. Kansas City is a terrific team. But I like the Bengals in this one, especially after the way they played in Buffalo last week. And when the temperature's under 40 degrees, Joe Burrows and the Cincinnati Bengals are 8-0. The temperature's going to be below freezing this game. There you go. Nice handicap there from Mattress Mac. So we got Philly minus 2.5 and, and Cincinnati beating Kansas City straight up. Mac, give it to them one more time. That Astros promotion you got going on is so good. Give it to the people one more time. Best offer ever to come out and buy a new Tempur-Pedic Sealy Stearns and Foster mattress, $3,000 plus. Take advantage of getting it delivered free, free, free by Gallery Furniture. Sleep great tonight. And if the Astros win it all for the last four days, you get double your money back. Buy a $10,000 mattress, you get back $20,000. You sleep great as an investment in your health and your well-being, and you get a great return on your investment. The Astros won it all two-for-one. Come out today and get it while it lasts. There it is. Yeah, get those mattresses and get that two-for-one. Get that twice your money back if the Astros win it all. Mac, enjoy the games this weekend. We'll talk next week. Thanks, Sean. Take care, buddy. All right, there it is. Mattress Mac and, yeah, Gallery Furniture. You still got through this weekend to go over there, get your furniture, and get double your money back if the Astros win the World Series. And you heard Mac talking if it's on their showroom floor, it's ready for immediate delivery today. There's other furniture stores out there saying, oh, we'll get it to you in three months, six months, nine months, and up uh, up to one year sometimes for furniture deliveries. You can have your furniture from Gallery Furniture in your Houston area home in just four hours with free delivery. And if you want to pay no interest for 60 months with your good credit, uh, even if you don't have good credit, they've got great financing packages for you. At Gallery Furniture. They've got options for you. So whether you need a single item or a house full of furniture, Gallery Furniture always delivers today. You don't have to play the waiting game. Trust Gallery Furniture to deliver your new furniture for free in just four hours. And again, through this weekend, the huge Astros promotion. Got to say it one more time. When you purchase a Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, or Sealy mattress set for $3,000 or more, you get double your money back if the Astros win it all in 2023, like they did in 2022. So $5,000 worth of mattresses, 10 Gs back. Limited time offer. you got to get out there this weekend. It's an incredible opportunity to get double your money back on the Astros when they win it all in 2023, if they win it all. I like to say when. Um, in 2023, from the great Mattress Mac at Gallery Furniture, I-45 North between Tidwell and Parker. Check them out this weekend. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Hey, real quick, shout out to Patrick Storm, who uh, does a great job with his Texans content, Texans Wire. Um, he just he DM'd me this and pointed this out. I guess there was video that surfaced yesterday of Sean Payton with Michael Bidwell the owner of the Cardinals. So as far as interest in Sean Payton, now this, to my knowledge, I don't know if this is their first interview or second interview with Payton in Arizona, but as you pointed out, Seth, when I read this tweet to you during the break, and it's from Cameron Cox, who is a reporter, um, says, breaking, and the interview continues, Michael Bidwell and Sean Payton just left in Bidwell's car after spending all day at the Cardinals practice facility. He's a reporter, Cameron Cox is, in Phoenix, evidently. And, um... You'd said this to me when I read that to you, which is that it does seem like there's very of all the job openings, the Cardinals is the one that has the least amount of buzz around it right now. Very little buzz. Yeah, yeah. And most of it, I don't even. Uh, yeah, it, it's weird because like I looked at Pro Football Talk this morning. I don't think there was anything about the Cardinals search. This has been. Um, I, it really is amazing how much more thorough owners are being in the last couple of years. And I think a lot of this is with, with chiding from the, the, uh, the NFL over the fact that, you know, minority candidates were just getting cursory interviews that, that weren't really serious interviews. Um, and I think that like, aside from any of the racial dynamic, I think just in general, teams are probably going to start making better decisions in terms of finding the guys that fit them regardless regardless of uh, regardless of black white whatever i think just in like it's it's going to it 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 really exposed like okay these teams weren't even thinking about it they were thinking i got to have me some sean payton give me sean payton now 25 million hell yeah so, like, as an offshoot of that, I think some teams, like I, the Broncos, the perhaps the Texans, I think there's a team that three or four years ago might have thrown $25 million a year at Sean Payton because they felt like they desperately had to get Sean Payton. Yeah. So, but now in knowing that everybody has to take their time and and really think about things, it's going to be perhaps a little bit more uh, sober of a period. Yeah. Well, and it's seeing what's worked. You know, the, there's been a lot of success with young you know, energetic, forward-thinking coordinator types, you yeah. know? And, and so you, you want to make sure you pick the right one. And that's the Texans' entire candidate list, which I think is a big reason why a lot of people are at least, if not excited about, at least understand better this candidate list than in past years where it is Jim Caldwell and David Culley and you wind up with Lovey Smith. And, I mean, there were some coordinators on there, but it wasn't as desirable a job as it is now. This is... As job openings go, this is a good job opening right now for it's, a young head coach to come into. I do I do think that they make too much nationally of Cal McNair, um, in that like because they don't they don't take into account the whole Deshaun Watson dynamic of what's happened over these last two years. It doesn't excuse the Texans for, for getting themselves into that situation. Sure. But I think that the the fact that the two coaches were fired in two years had so much to do with the fact that the Texans had been mismanaged in a in a conventional but extremely conventional way, um, but that because of that they made hastier errant hiring decisions um, more so than it was somehow because the owner is some uh, like dastardly villain or something. Yep, it's just and and I do think that the mistakes that 
the Mc, that Cal McNair may have made um, on that side of things, on the football side of things, like they're the kinds of things that a lot of owners or a lot of candidates have to look at when they look at owners and try to figure out, okay, what has the owner done to rectify it? What is it going to be like moving forward? They all have drawbacks. You know, bid, they're, they're drawbacks to Bidwell. They're drawbacks to the Hunt family up in Kansas City. I know right now everybody's acting like the Hunt family is just, uh, just been a paragon of stability the entire time they've been in existence. Uh, there was, there was some drama there after, um, when, when they transitioned from the founder into, into the family that it is now. So I, I don't think it's the barrier that a lot of people want to believe that it is. Nathaniel Hackett got a job yesterday, Seth. He is the new offensive coordinator with the New York Jets, which immediately, of course, Nathaniel Hackett, former OC in Green Bay for a few years, but more recently a one-and-done head coach in Denver who was every bit of a one-and-done head coach. No raw deal there. He did not have the chops to be a head coach. He's had decent success as an OC in multiple places. He was in Jacksonville before Green Bay. Um, but he had Aaron Rodgers in, in Green Bay. Um, he was – yeah, that's the whole thing. He – I mean, he really hasn't had success as an offensive coordinator other than when he was in Green Bay and the head coach was really the offensive coordinator with with Aaron Rodgers. Right. And, like, so he's, he's getting thrown out here like – I. <laughs> Like, the, the, he's going to be enticing. Like, people think he's going to entice Aaron Rodgers somehow. I don't think Aaron Rodgers actually has respect for him as an offensive coordinator. Well, he likes him personally. I don't right, know, yeah, right. Yeah, that, yes, and he does I think, like him personally. Right, and I think that's what people are that, – that's what the Broncos were clearly thinking when they hired him, is yeah. that when it comes to Aaron Rodgers needs to approve a trade, that he could come to the Broncos. And that just – that spun wildly out of control for the Broncos in two respects. One – they hire Hackett before they get Rodgers, so you're stuck with Hackett as your head coach once you don't get him. And then the plan B was what is going to wind up, as of right now, being the worst trade for a quarterback in the history of the league, where they traded multiple picks and multiple players, high picks and multiple players, for Russell Wilson, who might be washed up, and they just gave him a five-year contract for nearly a quarter of a billion dollars. Like that's So, so he's... He's already plundered one organization with his association with Aaron Rodgers. People in New York now are getting excited about the possibility, especially in the aftermath of their owner last week, saying we're going to do whatever it takes to get a quarterback. We feel like yeah. that's the final piece we need yeah. is a marquee quarterback. And so the feeling now is I think it's not hard to connect the dots. They think they can get Aaron Rodgers. When Nathaniel Hackett was the offensive coordinator for three years in Jacksonville, his uh, offensive efficiency ratings were 27th, 16th, and 30th. He uh, goes off and ends up getting a job with Green Bay when Lafleur comes in, and all of a sudden, you know, Aaron Rodgers is an MVP and uh, somehow became the guy that's uh, the the reason for all of it, despite Lafleur installing his offense and being the like the the actual offensive coordinator and having Aaron Rodgers. That somehow Nathaniel Hackett now is the the missing ingredient for Aaron Rodgers. But here's the problem, Seth: is this yeah. is why it's not the worst strategy in the world is that we've seen that Aaron Rodgers, who's going to have some say-so over where he goes, right? I'm yeah. assuming he's got a no-trade clause. Um, Aaron Rodgers is more about being buddies with guys than he is about whether or not those guys are actually good at their jobs. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah. He'd rather have Randall Cobb and Mercedes Lewis on the team because they're his buddies than actually go get replacements that are younger and better players than those guys. Similarly, if he's going to approve of a place to go, 
My guess is he's probably Aaron Rodgers probably is looking at more do I get along with this guy versus what's this guy's scheme? Is this guy going to make me the best 39-year-old quarterback I can possibly be? So if yeah. you want Aaron Rodgers, I mean I'm with you like it's a it's a that's about to curse. It's a crappy criteria to go by if you're Aaron Rodgers as to where I have the most the best opportunity to succeed. But that's what he likes. He likes working with people he gets along with, you know, yeah. more so yeah. than do they get the best out of me. Here's what's sad is that this will be yet another organization and fan base that's duped itself into thinking Aaron Rodgers is going anywhere. I firmly believe he will be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers next year, same way I did this time a year ago. Yeah, that he's. Uh, I, I, you feel like he's as he talks about peace, love, and happiness. It sure does feel like he's got a vendetta against various people in the Green Bay organization. Yeah, and he goes after them passive aggressively by talking about how you know they need to they they got to have discussions about you know the things that have been done and yeah. the strategy moving forward and all of that stuff. The, yeah. You know what? Somebody somebody brought up this term the other day when he. I, I was talking about how Aaron Rodgers annoys me because he's he tries very much to project the hippie mindset, and yet at the same time he's he's like a, a he's probably a third of a billionaire at this point. Right, right. Um, Owns an NBA team. He's a part owner of an NBA team. So he said he reminded me of like the rich kids in college who wear Birkenstocks and you know like white white kids with dreadlocks, but that meanwhile they've got a trust of, uh, a trust fund. Um, a trustafarian is what they like a rastafarian, but a trustafarian is a the kid that wants to act like he's uh, every bit uh, the hippie and uh, reggae lover and everything, but really at the root of it all, he's just a rich kid that went to a fancy prep. Did you just yeah. make that phrase up, or was that a thing? No, no, one of our textures sent it in. That oh, was a, okay. It was a, 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 I'd heard it before and I'd forgotten it. Okay, I never heard that. Sent it in. Yeah, um, a trustafarian. Right, that's what he is. He's turned into a trustafarian. I like that. Um. Our sister station, WFAN, uh, Roberts and Carton, is their afternoon show. Craig Carton and um, and Roberts up there. And here's Roberts, who's a Jet fan. I just hate to see people get caught into this web of Aaron Rodgers' deception like this. Aaron Rodgers spent 45 minutes greasing the skids. He's gone. Yeah, but and he's, coming, Packers and to do he's it. coming here. Wow. You don't want to admit it. But yeah. I'm telling you, I'm giving you a friendly warning. I think warning. we're being played. Okay. By I think whom? we're being played. By whom? I think uh, the entire situation is setting Jet fans up to do exactly what you're doing. Uh, dream the dream that we bring in Aaron Rodgers, who still has a lot of football left in him. Dream the dream that it's us playing this upcoming weekend against whomever it might be, Burrow, Mahomes, Herbert, whoever it is. And uh, we give ourselves a two- to three-year window of having a chance to win a title. I think we are being bamboozled, no. but I'm not going to stand for it. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has set the tone. He's coming to the Jets. Mm, that's so sad. He did the same thing. I mean, he did it with the Broncos. Yep. And the Broncos ended up scrambling for Russell Wilson yeah. and then paying Russell Wilson yep. for no good reason whatsoever. One of, somebody earlier just said that um, one of our other texters said that there's no way that the Russell Wilson trade is worse than the Colts trade for Wentz. Um, there are multiple ways that it was worse than the trade yes, for Wentz. Yeah. Like multiple, multiple ways. Because for one, the the Colts actually recouped a, a big chunk of that they in did. trading Wentz away to the Panthers. Idiots. To the Commanders. To Washington. The idiots. And um, so there's that. And then it's the contract. The contract is prohibitive for several years now it's a it's a mess of a situation in Denver so yeah the Russell Wilson trade was way way worse 
And, and this listener says, well, he'll be back to being a top 12 quarterback next year. I doubt it. And even if so, top 12? You're paying him. You're paying him huge, huge money to be a top twelve quarterback. Right. I can get that in the draft. Yep. My God. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Payne and Pendergast with you on a football Friday. Let's shift back over to baseball. Alex Bregman was on with the guys in the afternoon with the drive with Sterner and Hughley, live from the Houston Sports Awards a couple days ago. Bregman had some interesting things to say about this championship window for the Astros and them going back and trying. This is the second time they've given it a go at trying to repeat as champions. How important is that? You'll hear from Alex Bregman next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and I think pa- you have to just go back to game game one, to be honest, the three straight at bat. Three straight at bats. Uh, Pena base hit with two outs off of an elite uh, big league reliever. Hensley works a hit by pitch, and then Jordan hits one yeah. that's still going. And Houston's going crazy. Got us off to a great start. We won a game that we probably shouldn't have won. Came back from seven down or three down, uh, four down. I'm sorry, it was seven to three. And once that happened, it, we kind of just built momentum from there. And um, to be honest, I thought. When we got into the into the World Series, I thought we were going to roll too, and yeah. uh, we we got up five nothing. We ended up losing game one. I think the I think the guys were like, "Dang, we didn't we didn't sweep through the entire thing." Because I think a lot of guys were kind of thinking about that, like, "How cool would it be to just not lose a game in the postseason and go sweep three straight rounds?" And we still kind of were like that. Framber went out and threw the ball exceptionally well. Everyone was still a little bit like, "Ah, oh, we didn't sweep, we didn't sweep," yeah. but then. Game four, uh, game three happens. We get punched in the mouth, and it's like, all right, boys, it's time to respond. We've done this for our whole career. Let's go. Javier steps up, does a no-hitter. Verlander comes back, gets his first career uh, World Series victory. And then uh, Framber, Framber dominates again, and Jordan comes through with a huge homer. So it all started for us in game one of the ALDS and kind of just rolled from there. I didn't realize. Sorry I bumped in with that. I didn't realize that cut was that long. That said, it was fun reliving the entire postseason through well, the eyes of Alex Bregman. <laughs> that, that, was, I, that, that, was, that was real quick, Seth. That was Bregman at the Houston Sports Awards with the guys on the drive a couple days ago. I, uh, I thought that was fascinating just because I, like, there's so many – 
sports psychology slash motivational lessons in that, in that, uh, you know, look, everybody, like we as fans were feeling that way. I had predicted that the Astros would sweep their way through the playoffs. So I was personally invested in uh, them somehow sweeping the World Series. But yeah, I like every coach would warn you, like every coach in America would warn you, hey, let's keep focused on one game at a time. And let's not get so cocky that we think like, oh, the goal is to win. Let's just not win a championship. Let's just win. Let's, let's sweep it. Like yeah. you lose, you lose focus. Sometimes you lose focus in not in a bad way, but in a, in a greedy way, you know, and uh, it's, and, and not, not to say that if they'd had a different focus, then they definitely would have won those games, but it is, I, you're just constantly, no matter how you, how good you are. And the Astros as an organization have been one of the best organizations in all of sport. You're just constantly having to reel things back in, you know, and, and, and remind yourself like, oh, it's really, really hard to, to win a baseball game, yeah. much less a world series. Not just that, like to me, when he went through the world series part at the end there in detail, is that if they had swept through the entire playoffs, it would have been an accomplishment that we would have obviously still be celebrating. We're still celebrating them winning it. But it would have been one that baseball would still celebrate as the greatest postseason of all time. And yet, I do. if you were to ask me my preference, I kind of like you know the World Series going seven games back in 2017. This one, them falling behind 2-1 to one and having to throw a no-hitter to get back on track. In the moment, the series that are back and forth like that, not the sweeps, like the ones where it's they win one, we win one. Oh, crap, they won two. Now we're behind. They suck in the moment. It sucks to sit there for a day or two days or if a game gets rained out three days, you know, whatever it is, waiting to play baseball again and sitting there down two to one for multiple days. It sucks, but they're more fun to look back at those series. I think we look back more fondly. We look back more fondly at game five of the 2017 World Series, that thirteen to twelve game that went into extra innings. Um, that's, uh, we, we that's look- the one thing. That's how we stuck it to the White Sox is uh, by giving them not fond memories to look back on. That's right, Sean, by sweeping a World Series. Yes, the, yeah. 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 Oh, in two thousand five, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's the thing for me, Seth, is that I like when these series go. I, I don't mind when they go. You know, six, seven games or whatever. I, I mind in the moment. But ultimately, the uh, the memories that you get out of it are great. I don't. Uh, this is where I would caution anybody who's a fan of a non Astros baseball team. I don't think you really appreciate uh, how much stress you're under during a long playoff run. And um, I talked to Bregman about that. I said, "Hey, Bregs, uh, if you ever need any help, listen. As a fan of you guys, I've uh, I've had a lot of stress and sleepless nights during these long playoff series, but I've learned how to manage and cope. So, if you guys ever, <laughs> Here's if you ever number. really need some ex- an experienced right. hand in telling you how to manage your way through a long World Series, just let me know. Yeah, yeah. I do feel <laughs> I I'm joking about that part, obviously, but there is I like there's. In a weird way, you never really, as a fan, appreciate how hard it is to win a World Series until you've watched your team win two World Series in six years. Yeah. Because to make another couple and to be in the ALCS to boot and like to just to see to see just how hard it is to win those series, it's freaking absurd, yep. man. Yep. Absolutely. Here's Bregman on the offseason so far. How are things going, Alex Bregman? Offseason's going great. I think everyone's kind of shifted focus already. I think everyone's thinking about 2023. Uh, I think that's a good quality to have in, in, in great teams that have su- sustained success over a long period of time is 
um, guys aren't satisfied. Um, we've won mm-hmm. two in the last six years. We've been to the World Series four to six times, but every single person in that clubhouse is focused on one thing, and that's getting back there and, and doing it all over again. It's an incredible run. I mean, when you he lays it out that way. I mean, the ALCS, to be one of the final four teams standing yeah. in, a, in a sport that is – there's a lot of whimsy in the postseason, man. Like there is a lot of just I think about the two teams the Astros have played in the World Series the last or really the last three World Series they've played in are teams that aren't supposed to be there. You know, yeah, the the, the yeah. Nationals and the Braves and the the Phillies last year snuck into the postseason. I mean, that's baseball. You get a team that's on a heater in the postseason, they can make a run and the Astros have been just that consistent through the years. Well, the thing that the Astros have now, and I thought it was really apparent this year, is especially with, you know, uh, you know, compared to the old days with expanded playoffs, they just have so much experience in the playoffs. And, you know, we saw it this year with the Brayu talking about the advice guys would give them, some of the pitchers talking about the advice that the guys who have been through this before have seen. And when you get into series like versus the Phillies, where it becomes almost a almost a staring contest of <laughs> like waiting for somebody to, to finally break it with some offense. Um, I think the Astros are just more patient, calm, cool, and collected in so many of the high pressure moments that it's, it's, it's really an unfair advantage. Like to take it like an extreme example of this is in high school sports, because I've seen various high school teams that have come from dominant programs. And when they get into the playoffs, it's just, I mean, we talk about kids. They're going up against teams where some of these kids are almost literally peeing down their legs because they've never been in a high-pressure situation like this, whereas you're in one of these schools where they're in the playoffs every single year and everything, and then it's an extreme advantage. That's the extreme version of it, but it, it works in pro sports. You see this with, you saw it with the Patriots forever. I think with Tom Brady with their last Super Bowl, there are moments in these series where you realize, okay, yeah, less experience, a team with less playoffs experience might not have won that game. Right. Very possibly. It just, there would have been an error. Somebody would have blinked, whatever it might have been. But here's what's crazy, Seth. I, I agree with you. And the, the experienced guys are obviously the linchpins on this team. And yet, that comeback that Bregman brought up in that cut in game one of the entire postseason for them this year yeah. against Seattle, yeah. the, the comeback in the bottom of the ninth in that game was Jeremy Pena working in at bat, right. David Hensley, of all people, getting hit right. by a pitch. Yeah. And then Jordan Alvarez hitting a home run, you know? Right, and that's my whole point, though, is that those two guys, the first two guys, yeah. have, like, they're getting advice from veterans yeah. who have been there the entire time versus think of the 2015 Astros right. or the 2016 Astros. That's why you ended up bringing in all those veterans, you know, because, but it, like, that was, boy, credit Crane and Luno for that, really understanding all right, that's the missing ingredient here. One of the missing ingredients here on this team is that we don't, we just, we're too young and too dumb in some ways. Yeah. And we just need some, we need some crusty old dudes who come in and teach them, uh, evidently, a, a thing or two too many, but still also the, one of them, yeah. <laughs> also the right, but otherwise the right thing. Two too. out of three yeah. <laughs> were yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Reddick and McCann, amazing. You know, um, yeah. And then that uh, other guy, the Beltron fella. Um, yeah, and it's just, too, when I think of Bregman talking about that Jordan home run, like how does, how does that series go if they don't come back in that game? That was a good Seattle team. You know, if they're not as good as the Astros. But well, they're the, the scary team, yeah. Yeah, they they for... they played the Astros tough throughout that series. You know, like if if the Astros get down one nothing, you know what? 
you know, momentum's a, I think momentum's a real thing in a series, that kind of thing. You know, the Astros, I mean, they're the better team. They probably come back and win. But game of inches, man, who the hell knows? Like, I think of that home run by Jordan. I think of Marwin's home run in the World Series in game two. You know, that if he doesn't hit that home run, they're down 2 nothing to the Dodgers in the World Series in 2017. Sean, yeah. can I tell you that it felt bad at the time, but it feels even worse now? Hmm. Just the fact that I had to, that I was at Game Three versus the Mariners, and I had to leave. Like I absolutely had to leave the game after the tenth inning. Um, Just barely halfway up, through the game, because I had to pick up a child. Oh. Um, <laughs> and it was, but at the time I left, you know, and I cruised right out. I had gotten, uh, I had ended up getting like a pretty. Just by dumb luck, like a pretty sweet parking spot in the yeah. garage, like right, like on a bridge right. that go that went directly into where I was sitting, and um, but like I had to walk out, you know, all by myself, and, and drive out through the garage and away from the stadium through empty streets there in Seattle, and I felt just awful doing it as I was listening to the game on the radio. But now, as I look back on it and think about what an epic game that game became, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's four times as bad right now. This is where I'll cut I'll you. I'll never forgive my child. That's, yeah, well, this is, where I'll, this is where I'll cut you a break. Like, if it were me, I would have just said, I got three of them. You know, they, that one will be fine. I've got two more. It's a, but you, that, yours yeah. is an only child, so that's, yeah, yeah. I, that's where I cut you yeah, a break. Yeah, they remember that, being left alone in Tacoma, I guess. <laughs> That'd be... <laughs> Dad, remember that time you left me alone until the 20th inning in Tacoma? Right. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. But it was an epic, <laughs> kid. <laughs> I still, I haven't gotten any good, uh, I haven't gotten any good, Texter says that's what you get for being a good dad. Yeah, right. I know, tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, um, sometimes you really pay the price when you're a good yeah, parent. I know. <laughs> Just like Altuve getting up to, to give the speech yeah. at, the, at the being better than everybody else scandal press conference. Yep. Nothing yep. but nothing but grief for that. For you No know, good deed goes unpunished. To this day. Still say. to this day. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you. It's a, it's a, I was going to say a reaction Friday. It's a football Friday here on Sports Radio 610. We'll circle back to uh, football. Um, coming up next, uh, for you Netflix subscribers and you Netflix parasites, the party may be over here for you. We'll tell you what next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 